others We're happy and we're singing and we're colored Give me a high five Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back Welcome back On the internet for you by us, Bro Talk always on the mark. Uh, we're gonna start the show. It's your main man Jason in the producer seat, or however you want to call it, as usual. Let's kick it over to my main man Dex. What up, Dex? Dexter Stucky here. So excited to, to be back for another season of Bro Talk. Like I feel like we haven't been. I feel like we've been gone for so long. Like we legit we're gone for a minute. Yeah, like sometime in December, but it's I guess it's February now, so it has been a while. I'm a year older. I launched a new podcast. Like my life is just on the on the uphill incline. Oh yeah, let's uh, let's talk about that podcast. What's what's that new um, that new podcast that you have going on? So I launched a new podcast called Industry Friends. Industry Friends is basically a look inside of like industries, different industries. Every week, I'm going to bring a different friend on from a different industry to talk about their journey. The main reason I wanted to create this is because. I feel like that I have, I didn't have it. I didn't have anybody to guide me or talk to me when I was getting into the industry. So okay. I had to figure out everything by myself. And it was super difficult. And even during the process of putting this show out there, I've run into so many hurdles and it's like, I don't know how to do this stuff. And it's crazy because I have so many people in different industries who have legit came and helped me out. Jason, in so many different ways, he's helped me out with this podcast. And like, I'm, I'm just super grateful for all the support that I've received so far. And if you guys, once you finish listening to Bro Talk, if you haven't heard Industry Friends, just type it in in the Apple or Spotify or or um, SoundCloud or, um, um, yeah, I think that's where I'm at. Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud. Um, if you Spreaker, if you type it in one of those things, you'll find me, Industry Friends. Okay, I hear that. Industry Friends. Ty to God, are you here? Or do we have you here? I'm here. Okay. Speaking, good. Of, speaking of Industry Friends, I was going to use this for a seat, but now that he's here, guys, the other day, like Ty wrote into the group chat. He was like, this is literally the day I launched the podcast. Like Ty liked the post of me launching it. And then he goes into the, our group chat and he goes, you guys know any good podcast? And I'm just sitting there like, oh. <laughs> he literally said that. Excuse me. Ty, Ty, turn your phone to the side so we can um, get the full picture. Just um, see, if, see if you, well, never mind. Uh, 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 I don't know if that worked too well. Yeah, <laughs> All right. Well, just go back to what you're doing. Um, Ty the God, how are you, sir? Oh, there we go. Now, yeah, just bring it up. There we go. Sit back. There we go. Ah! <laughs> how are you, Ty? I'm okay. I'm just having a little technical difficulties over here. Is this your um? Is this your first show with a baby? No. Did we do oh, a show at like that? Like like your baby's three years old. Like <laughs> we did a show after you had. The baby? Yeah, like one or two we did, like the last couple of ones. Yeah, it's just it's born in November. When did, when did we leave? I guess, yeah, December. Okay, I guess that counts. Yeah, we did. We gave you a little paternity leave, though. How, how did you enjoy your paternity leave? Um, it was delightful. <laughs> Great. Uh, anything else you want to share? Like to the fans that haven't seen you in a whole what, 17 weeks, it seems like we've been off. Oh, I mean, you know, it's been it's been good relaxing and um we'll just have to be back i did check out dex's podcast once he put it on um itunes or whatever it was on um because i didn't i don't listen to soundcloud i think it was on at first oh 
So oh. when I was looking for a podcast, it, w- it was not the ones that are on SoundCloud. Oh. Um, but once he transitioned, <laughs> I was pleased to listen to it and I did enjoy it. What do you have in those you ears? Really is that good. a hearing aid? What is that? Say the last part again. I do have hearing aids, yes. Oh. Okay. Say the last part again. I was pleased to listen to it. Oh, yeah. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, nothing has really changed in my life. I'm just working on a few projects. You'll hear about them um, starting in 2020. Projects, I heard that. Well, you know, you know how we do. Uh, but this is Bro Talk Live, the best show on the internet for you by us. Bro Talk, always on the mark. It's your man, main man, Jason. And uh, we don't have a rundown today. The rundown was on Instagram. If you did miss the rundown, you want to see what we're going to talk about, head on over to our Instagram channel, instagram.com slash Live. You can also hit us up on Twitter and also our website. And you can now vote, 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 vote on what you want to, what you want us to talk about um, each and every week. And that is called a new segment. It's called the viewer's choice. And that's what we're going to get into tonight. Um, Bill might be joining us a little bit later. If he doesn't, um, we will continue though. <laughs> uh, the viewer's choice uh, this week, we had a few, uh, a few options. What should we talk about? Um, we, we allowed you to pick up to three. And the three you picked are the ones that are listed down below. So we got Jesse Smollett. We're going to talk about Kamala and Corey. And we're also going to talk about Cardi B. So uh, those are the ones that you picked. And let's get right into it. Jesse Smollett, the biggest story going on in America right now, it seems like. Um, let's find out. Let's just start at the beginning. How do we get here? January 22nd. Um, according to Jesse, <laughs> he was sent this letter in the mail um, addressed to him, but it was sent to the Fox Studios. Um, and it said, you will die black uh, F-A-G. I'm not going to say the word because that's a derogatory term. Um, but it basically had a stick figure picture of a gun um, and a stick figure with it seems like a noose tied around his neck. And I, I don't know if that's supposed to be a tree. Does that look like a tree to you guys? I don't know. Yeah, okay. A bush. I, I thought it was a scary person standing behind him. <laughs> yeah, just lifting him up. With dreads. With dreads from Nigeria. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he he went to the hospital on January 29th because uh, he told detectives he was attacked by two white men near the lower entrance of a hotel in Chicago at 2 a.m. He said he had went to Walgreens um, to get something to eat. That Walgreens was closed. So then he located the, the local subway and um, that's where he was attacked. Uh, Police were told two men yelled empire F word and empire N word. And this is mega country while uh, striking him. The two suspects then allegedly poured an unknown liquid, which uh, Jesse later said was bleach on him and put a noose around his neck. The noose was still on Jesse's neck uh, when police arrived. So back in the timeline, the next day, uh, police released a surveillance surveillance video of two people walking in the area at 2 a.m., um, the area where Jesse was attacked. And um, this is when they said these people are persons of interest. Uh, Jesse went on uh, Good Morning America two weeks later and had an interview with Robin Roberts. And this is how that went. You know, it's two o'clock in the morning. You're going to Subway. Subway is open 24 hours. Like people kill me when they say things like that because it's like Subway is open 24 hours for a reason. So that when you're hungry at night and you ain't got no food, you go to Subway. The, the camera facing north. How is that my issue? It feels like if I had said it was a Muslim or a Mexican or someone black, I feel like the doubters would have supported me a lot much more. 
a lot more. And that says a lot about the place that we are in our country right now. They wanted me to give my phone to the tech for three to four hours. I'm sorry, but I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Why? Because I have private pictures and videos and numbers, my partner's number, my family's number, my castmates number, my friends numbers, my private emails, my private songs, my private voice memos. I don't know what that's going to be to hand over my phone. Have you ever been threatened before? Yeah. I get threatened all the time on Twitter and Instagram and DMs and things like that. I want that video found so badly because for probably four reasons. Number one, I want them to find the people that did it. Number two, I want them to stop being able to say alleged attack. Number three, I want them to see that I fought back. And I want a little gay boy who might watch this to see that I fought back. I respect too much the people who I am now one of those people who have been attacked in any way. You do such a disservice when you lie about things like this. That little last line um, really stuck. You do such a disservice when you lie about things like this. Well, now a lot of people are thinking that he's lying. On February 13th, police raided the home of two brothers from Nigeria who um, were alleged uh, extras on Empire and worked with Jesse to get him fit for his music videos. Um, they recovered bleach and cut up magazines from their residence. And the two brothers were released from police custody without being charged. Um later that week. So the latest, here we go. So the brothers were questioned by police. Um, they say that they were allegedly paid three, I'm sorry, $3,500 to stage Jesse Smollett's attack. Um, they say Jesse paid them um, and directed them to buy items used in the assault and actually rehearsed it with them. The report also states that Jesse paid the brothers uh, $3,500 with a promise of an additional Five hundred once they return back to Nigeria, so a total of four thousand dollars each. Um, uh, Jesse has hired a crisis manager, Chris Bestardi, um, and he said, "Quote: Jesse is the victim here, which has been stated by the superintendent of police. Jesse has voluntarily provided his phone records from within an hour of the attack and given multiple statements to police. Chicago PD has repeatedly informed us that they that they find Jesse's account of what happened that night to be consistent and credible. Superintendent Johnson has been clear from day one." that Jesse is a victim. Uh, more stuff, Jesse's uh, uh, reports have come out today that his scenes on Empire um, have been cut uh, drastically since the attack controversy. Um, they say that five scenes um, and the musical number that was supposed to be in the last episode have been axed. Uh, I'm not sure if that's true or not, but that's just reports that are going out. And also uh, they're saying that Jesse's gonna have to go, toward, go before a grand jury um, or at least the case is going to have to go before a grand jury to see if whether or not they believe um, that Jesse has lied. So the sources say that there were red flags from the get go. The cops were suspicious where, when Jesse took them out to the area and pointed to a camera um, and said that he was happy that the attack was found on video. They found that this was strange. And they also said uh, that not a single Trump supporter watches Empire, which is also uh, why uh, <laughs> they're questioning the attack. Um, some reaction from celebrities and the like, uh, Ava DuVernay, um, director for, uh, 13th, uh, had this to say, despite the inconsistencies, I can't blindly believe Chicago PD, the department that covered up shooting Laquan McDonald over a dozen times that operated an offsite torture facility. That one, I'll wait, whatever the outcome, this won't stop me from believing others 
it can't. Someone else responded to um, Ava saying, I respect all that you do, but how can you go with all this with all the inconsistencies? She said, I hear you and I agree. And I wrote that there are inconsistencies. He might have lied. He might not have. I don't know. But what do I know? I never believe police on general principle just because they say so. My experience, our history makes it impossible for me to say so. Um, the voice of our culture right now, Cardi B, had this to say. So I'm really disappointed in Jesse Smollett, whatever the fuck his name is. I'm really disappointed in him. <laughs> I feel like he fucked up Black History Month, bro. God damn. I'm not gonna say yet. So he said out his mouth that it was that it was fake and this shit was staged. I don't want to completely um, blame him because you know. Like somebody that was talking to, they said like, you know, police in Chicago are racist. So they might probably trying to frame him and make him look like he's a liar. But if he's not, then bro, you fucked up, bro. Like, why would you do that? Like, you ain't had to do that. Then you gave fucking Donald Trump immunity to fucking laugh at niggas and shit. Make motherfuckers look bad. Shit crazy, bro. Uh, very articulate statement by, by Cardi B. Uh, Mark Aragos, who is the attorney for Colin Kaepernick's case, um, he went on CNN, and I guess he's trying to audition to be Jussie's um, new attorney. Uh, he had some corroborating um, uh, back and forth with uh, Anderson Cooper about why Jesse might be innocent. And if it's not a hoax, it hurts him because if it, it's not a hoax and he's a victim, he's being re-victimized. I... Um, I generally uh, resist, as you know, over the years, uh, anytime you start to get law enforcement drip, drip, drip leaks, mm. that to me is a telltale sign that something else is going on here. Um, I don't for a minute believe, and I think it's ludicrous to believe that the police track these two down through the grainy photograph. I don't think that's what happened. Mm. I, in fact, I think that the cooperation of Smollett is precisely why they have these two. I, my my guess would be is they find their phone numbers. They know that they are they have a connection, and they arrested two guys and they put them in custody for two days because there was an enormous amount of pressure to solve the crime. Does that mean Smollett was in was in uh, kind of in cahoots with them? I don't. I, I I haven't seen anything except leaks according to law enforcement sources. To me, that screams out somebody who's trying to manipulate something. I think part of the problem is, is there a lot of stuff has been floated that is demonstrably not true. Mm. I mean, and that is worrisome as well. I mean, the way, because the first thing people say is, why would he do this? Um, and there was the rumor he was floated, uh, that was floated out there that he was being written out of empire. <laughs> Fox came out immediately and said, that's absolutely categorically untrue. In fact, it's almost the opposite. Um, was he in financial trouble? Absolutely not, apparently. Um, was there, uh, was this because he was trying to gain some kind of attention? This is somebody who, by all accounts, um, had just finished a successful tour, uh, was uh, his trajectory, if you will, uh, to borrow the word the cops have used, is on the up. Uh, there, This is not somebody who needed the attention. He's not out there to promote something. I treat all of this, uh, my skepticism really is with all of the law enforcement leaks. I think that there's something else going on here. 
All right. So, guys, do you think that uh, that uh, Justice Smollett, um is he going to recover from this? Is he innocent? Is he guilty? What do you guys think? Do you, do you think he made it up or do you still undecided? Because personally, I'm undecided. Um, I, I really don't know. I don't know. I'm going to wait till the facts come out. Dex, what do you think? You've kind of been one way um, from did the you start. Say, did you say still undecided? I'm still undecided. About us. You asked us, were we still undecided? Yeah, are you still undecided? I was never undecided. I knew from the beginning this was a lot. I told you that. I said, at the beginning of this stuff, I said, first off, nobody eats Subway. So that was strike number one. Like, yes, that doesn't do. happen. <laughs> then, <laughs> first off, in what state, country, city, whatever, does a subway stay open longer than a Walgreens? <laughs> well... <laughs> well, Walgreens might close at, at midnight. And if that subway is open 24 hours, which some subways are open 24 hours, you know, it's a backup plan. It's not like he <laughs> went to. I'm not going to. I don't know, like I don't know if any 24 hour subways, do you? Me neither. I do. I, There's some, I mean, the hospitals, they have 24 hour subways. Oh, uh, maybe oh, the hospital. hospital. Well, he's at a hotel, so maybe it's kind of something. Mm-hmm. Like no, he was in his apartment. He had an apartment. He lives in Chicago. Okay, well, do, so, so you don't believe it? Oh, oh, from the beginning. No, I didn't, didn't believe it. First, the subway thing threw me off. Then when he said, and I was like, oh, dang, that's really crazy. I remember we posted on the Bro Talk page. I sent a, I prayed for him. I'm like, oh, this is crazy. Then when it, the, the MAGA hat stuff, when that came out, I was like, no, this is a lie. Like, because he didn't even like, you know, they streamed up the Empire stuff, whatever. I'm like, no, I, I said that. I said, nobody who supports Donald Trump watches Empire except for me. <laughs> Oh, you're Donald Trump fan. Oh, oh. What's more shocking? What's more shocking? Me liking Donald Trump or me watching Empire? <laughs> Both. Probably, probably you are watching Empire. <laughs> so, so then I'm just like, you know, it just doesn't make any sense. And then when I hear the stuff about the news and then the the, the bleach, and it's just like, all right, now you've been listening to too much bro talk with me telling people to drink bleach. Like that didn't happen. At the end of the day, like we know, he just is lying. I just hope that he. We don't know that Jesse. <laughs> we know. We oh, know he's lying. I just hope that Jesse doesn't harm himself anymore, and I hope he goes to jail too. He's going. Well, if he if if he's convicted of filing a, a false police report, he could be going to jail for at least a year. Ty, what do you think? Uh, um, I don't believe the story as it's been presented. So, um, because there's too much happening. I did want to just wait for the facts to come out because I hate to be wrong, as everybody knows. But I don't know. There's something about the story. It just didn't sit well with me. And I'm like, it just doesn't seem altogether true. Mm-hmm. But, but he said that if he was lying, he said in the interview, if you're if I was to lie about this, it would be so detrimental. It's like he knows what he's doing. People he's know lying. how to manipulate other people. And they're like, you have to believe me because this I don't I don't care. That doesn't mean that you're lying, that you're not he, lying. He also called himself the gay Tupac. That's pretty detrimental, too. What? When did he call himself that? What did that happen? When he, when he said, I fucked the fuck back. Yeah. Oh, the gay Tupac. Yeah. I didn't hear him say I'm the gay Tupac. Did he say that? He said he's the gay Tupac. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) I mean, the thing is, I I just don't see the point. Like, if you're just trying to make um, a social... social Is it the fact that it was those two brothers, like those two black Nigerians went and said... This is mega country to him. No, 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 no. See, I, I see. I don't know. The thing is, 
the, what people are saying is that the police had those two guys in custody, so they forced them to make a statement. That's what some people are saying. They forced them to make a statement, or they could have forced them to make a statement. Um, I just, I just don't know what the advantage would be. Like, does yeah, what would be, their like, advantage? Does he want to be like Deray and just have a whole activism movement off no, of this? Wants- he wants, att- he wants attention, but also, Jason, what are the chances that those the police officers were just so happen to have those two brothers who, who know Jesse Smollett from working with him? What are the chances that those two would be in custody? What, like, come on. But what are the chances that they can find out that those are the two guys from a grainy video? You when can't I, see that. They can find out from the items that were purchased. They can look at local stores and things like that to see, like, if anyone purchased those specific items and then the store owners would say, yes, it was these people. And then they go find those people. So like that part is it's weird. Yeah, it's weird. So do you think, do you think he's going to serve jail time? No, because you know how we are. We don't care. Because no, white people are actually involved now. And I really do feel like like we are fickle black people. We're fickle when it comes to like boycotting and getting people in trouble and stuff like that. But I don't think white people play those games like but that. But we don't so, yeah. have to, we don't have to do any of that for him to go to jail. It just has to pass the grand jury. Like the grand jury just has to rule that. You know what I'm saying? He but I'm saying like, like with us though, like we would, you know how you're doing. Like we would make excuses and say we got to wait for I'm the not making excuses. Yes, First you are. That's what, like, that's what black people do. Like, oh, that's that's your Jesse. Don't don't you said it because you look like him. Don't be disrespectful. Ooh. That's what it is. First of all, don't yeah. be disrespectful to me. All right, all right. <laughs> Second of all, I just don't. I don't see the point. Like, why? Because like like he's like like Cardi B said in her wisdom, <laughs> this just gives every person who is a MAGA supporter ammunition to just fire back on it saying that you know whatever we're saying is it we're lying and all that other stuff so it's it's ridiculous i just don't see the point i don't agree with that i i mean i for me like i'm i'm like ava duvernay like this doesn't this the next person that comes out and say they were attacked when I hear their story, if it doesn't sound like BS like this one does, I do, I'm going to believe them. <laughs> like this, like for this me, one. I'm not one of those people that is just like, oh, every time somebody say this, they're lying. Nope. It, like every case is different. We got to go through it comb by comb, just like we did this one. Well, you didn't go through it comb by comb. Oh, well, I mean, like I heard from the beginning, I'm a good judge of character. I know he was lying with this one. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a good judge of character. All right. Yes or no? He goes to he goes to prison for this. No, no definitely not. All right, we'll see. All right, moving on. Uh, second topic you guys picked, Kamala and um, Corey. Kamala Harris and Cory Booker uh, have both, both announced that they're running for uh, president in 2020. Uh, the latest two uh, black candidates to do so. Uh, a lot of controversy has been going on between those two. Um, Kamala Harris has been, I don't know what's going on on Twitter. But it seems like the Russian bots or whatever like that are just hell bent on preventing her from securing a nomination. Um, someone asked, why are we supporting Cardi B? I'm not Cardi Why are we supporting Kamala Harris in the election, um, you know, as a, a unifying experience? Um, and Atomic Lust said, uh, because she's unelectable. That's why. White men won't vote for her because she's a woman. White women won't vote for her because she's a black woman. Black men won't vote for her because she's married to a white man. Black women can't always step in and save the day. Ooh, child um, generalization. <laughs> well, you know, uh, Cory Booker's also been on the hot seat for <laughs> making up a guy named T-Bone, which was his imaginary drug dealer friend um, who <laughs> who people have found out was fake right as soon as he announced his candidacy. I told uh, you T-Bone wasn't fake. He's a Christian rapper. 
<laughs> well, it's not the same T-bone. That's Busy Bone from uh, <laughs> from Bone Thugs and Harmony. Uh, the potential 2020 Democratic presidential field uh, looks as such. Uh, the people highlighted in green are the people who have already declared that they are running for president, um, including Bernie Sanders, um, Amy Klobuchar, uh, Elizabeth Warren, and Julian Castro, uh, among some. Um, guys, do you think that uh, either Cory Booker or Kamala Harris stand a chance um, to win the Democratic nomination? I don't really think it matters. The only thing I think is four more years. Um, I, don't think they, I don't think they stand a snowball's chance in the bottomless pits of hell of being anywhere near the presidential nomination. So that I think that they should stop wasting their cash and really? find something else to do with it. Really? Kamala Harris... Well, before, today, yes. before today, Kamala Harris broke the record for first day uh, don- donations um, from donors um, after she ran. Okay. Uh, Bernie Sanders announced today that he was running and he has since eclipsed, eclipsed that mark. Um, <laughs> so do you think Bernie's going to be the nominee or do you think uh, Joe's eventually going to come out and um, say that he's running? These are the things that I do know. I know that um, Corey and Kamala are wasting time and money. I, don't, I can't tell you because they're not going to win. I just because have the feeling that, that guy said. I have the feeling of these things. Like when I told everybody Donald Trump was going to win, I just I just know these things. I don't know why, but I just know these things. So they're not going to win anything. So you can skip them to the side. So and most of these say, people on this list, like people, Cory Booker, like nobody, nobody's nobody's here for him. What do you mean? He's the governor of New Jersey. He got out there and they started counting him um, for all types of stupid stuff. Like they like him as senator, not as president. The whole different thing. So Bernie uh, Sanders is 77 years old? He's about he that is. age. Uh, Beto <laughs> has not announced his candidacy for president yet, um, which uh, a lot of people think will turn the tide. So, I mean, it's a chance that maybe Corey or Kamala, if they don't get the nomination, they might secure a vice presidency role. Um, it's also a chance that they were saying, ooh, consolation prize. Like the de- like before um, Kamala got her thing that I'm running, but it, they already had dirt ready for her. And like, it was pretty damning. So you had to go through and do a lot of research to see like what's true and what's not true. Honestly, it's not that really um, damning. Um, she did what she had to do as an attorney general in a state with high gang activity. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's what it is. Um, all right. So um, you guys ha- think they have no chance? I, I personally think that is not nope. happening for me. Not a chance. Damn. Black Lives Matter. Um, Cardi B, <laughs> the third topic you guys wanted to talk about, talking about the viewers. Uh, she won the uh, Grammy Award. Good Lord. I can't remember. I can't believe I said that. Cardi B won the Grammy Award for a best rap album. She brought her uh, baby's father offset up on stage to accept the award with her. Um <laughs> she beat uh Drake, Travis Scott, J. Cole, and Mac Miller for the award. Um guys, do you think she deserved the award, first of all? She won it. Yeah, she won it. Did she deserve it? I mean, Wait, sure, I didn't know J. Cole was nominated in that category. What did you say? I didn't know J. Cole was nominated in that category. Yeah. J. Cole's nominated. The thing is the thing that I have the I mean, she she won and she has honestly the biggest imprint as far as singles from the album, sell, sales from the album and stuff like That's that. That's why I'm saying that she had the biggest commercial success. She did have the biggest commercial. I mean, I mean, her and Drake, I, I guess Drake probably sold more, but it was Cardi B's first album. 
you know, I, I think she kind of deserved it. I, I didn't have a problem. I mean, with if, it. if I were to take my pick, I wouldn't have picked her personally. But I don't. I'm not like up in arms like, oh, she didn't deserve it. I mean, I was. You know, it was kind of cool. Her speech. She was the most entertaining person of the night, if you ask me. So Absolutely. I was fine with it. Yeah, that's saying something, right? <laughs> Especially <laughs> when, the, when the host is supposed to do their job. Um, but Cardi has oh, also uh, Jason, been. I, I don't. I don't like to be this person, but like you gave out incorrect information. The reason I know that is because like I I listened to J Cole Cole's album in full, and I kept saying like, oh, he definitely should have been nominated, and he wasn't. Okay, she still won. Um, Cardi B posted Ooh. on Twitter. Uh, oh, <laughs> please be out now. Uh, Cardi and Bruno Mars, happy Valentine's Day. Uh, we getting real effing free tonight. She also, Dex, uh, can you read this tweet on the top le- top right? Um, last time I. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. I should have read that before I started reading out loud. Now, uh, time, yeah, she, now had some she wrote questions. that. Last time she didn't swallow her husband's semen, she got pregnant. <laughs> now I want you to get that Grammy back. <laughs> Give it back? <laughs> yeah. That's too much. Um, uh, MTV has reported incorrectly as Dex tried to correct me um, that Cardi B and Bruno Mars new song called Please Me um, samples Jodeci's 1995 hit Freaking You Um, so I don't know where they got this information from but it's incorrect Um, it's not at all correct Uh, Please Me featuring Cardi B let's play the the song and then um, I'm going to tell you what I think it sampled and then we'll play Freaking You Please me baby turn around All right, so that was um, the Please Me song. Um, here goes Freaking You. So that's the song that they gave credit to the sample to um, for the record. I guess that's the people that they ended up paying, but really the song that is sampled. Let's play Cardi B's again. Please me, baby. Turn around and just tease me, baby. You know what I want and what I need, baby. Let me hear you say, please. Let me hear you say, please. All right. So I think it's sampling this song by R. Kelly. Um, so that's that's where I get it. I feel like she's sampling R. Kelly. I feel like she tried to hide it and hide it behind a Jodeci song because the R. Kelly backlash is going on. She probably recorded it before this whole R. Kelly uh, show, this Lifetime stint came about, and she tried to hide it. Guys, how do you feel about Cardi B sampling R. Kelly um, Sex Me song instead of the Jodeci Freak? Like, am I right? Am I wrong? I, I'm with you on this one. I think you're 100% right. I don't like it. I don't. I I just feel like in this climate, to sample R. Kelly is just it's too soon, way too soon. I mean, I'm, if they didn't credit R. Kelly, 
they're not paying R. Kelly. So it is what it is. But the fact remains, he sampled the song, right, Ty? She sampled the song. Yeah, I definitely thought she sampled the song. I wasn't even aware that she was saying it was a Joe Lisa song. Well, that's, I don't uh, know if she said Until like just now. Well, yeah, that's I, what MTV saying, and MTV knows nothing about Jodeci. Nothing. Um, I tried to look up ASCAP and BMI records to see actually who she's crediting for the sample. They didn't have it yet. So maybe we'll see in the next couple of weeks. Do you think this um, will have an impact on the song's popularity? I don't think so at all, but I just think it's People a bad People are thing. still listening to R. Kelly's music. You think they are going to stop listening to a sample of R. Kelly's music? <laughs> they don't give a rat's ass. <laughs> Dex, you agree? I'm with Ty there, yeah. Except me, I care. But most people don't. I, I mean, I care. I mean, I was still listen to the sample of I was still listen to the sample as a good song. I kind of liked it. I didn't listen to it all the way through. Yeah, please me it's a good song. It's not a bad song. I'm well, Cardi B's lyrics are trash. On in my opinion. I'm just gonna say are trash. I think the lyrics are trash. Opposed um, to what? Well, she <laughs> she said her vagina tastes like horchata. And it it was just a bad line. Like this, this the rhymes that she's giving, the bars that she's but giving. Cardi B's used to that. I mean, that's con- she's consistent with that though. Yeah, like Cardi B doesn't give like her her bars usually are like okay, it's cool, it's catchy, whatever. But like they're not good. They're not great. Yeah, yeah but she's she's definitely had better, better songs in my opinion. All right, moving well, on to stuff we want to talk about. What are you saying, Ty? She'll fire her writers and get new ones. <laughs> Uh, stuff we want to talk about Steve Harvey um, that happened this past week uh, Monique went on her sh- went on his show Steve Harvey show and had a quite a bit of back and forth uh, with Mr. Harvey about uh, why she's been blackballed you started getting labeled as difficult yes why do you believe that that happened and do you see that changing and why I got labeled as difficult my husband and I and my husband is Sydney who happens to be my manager We got labeled as difficult because I said one word and that was no. And when I heard you go on the air and you said, my sister and burnt too many bridges and there's nothing I can do for her now. Steve, do you know how hurt I was? Simone, now let me give you this. Because you and I had this conversation. Mm -hmm. I thought you went about it wrong. Mo told Tyler Perry, Uh Oprah Winfrey, and Lee Daniels Mm. to suck her private parts. What happened to you, Mo, was when you made that statement, the narrative got flipped. It wasn't about Netflix no more. We black out here. We can't come out here and do it any kind of way we want to. Listen to me. Your husband can't be the Sydney that he really is out here. Let me tell you something. That flexing, Mm -hmm. we gotta flex a different way. We out here in a game. This the money game. This ain't the black man's game. This ain't the white man's game. It's this is the money, money game. game. But I, we in the money something. game. And We're you cannot sacrifice yourself. The we best are. thing you can do for this poor people is not be one of them. You cannot We're help in the money them game. Home. But let me tell you what the game is before the money game. Like before the money game, it's called the integrity game. And we've lost the integrity worrying about the money. But Mo, and wait a minute. If wait I a crumble, if you my crumble. children crumble, my grandchildren crumble. I cannot, for the sake of my integrity, stand up here and let everybody that's counting on me crumble so I can make a statement. There are ways to win the war in a different way. So that's what Steve Harvey had to say. Um, a lot of people thought he was uh, uh, advocating selling out. Uh, at CN Rush said, so to be completely clear, Steve Harvey is admitting Monique has been telling the truth the entire time. 
But his point is you have to shuck and jive for these white folks' money. Integrity be damned. And you're all siding with Steve during Black History Month. Uh, Jack K. Harrod from um, Sister Sister fame clear, and 227. Clearly, Steve Harvey is not a life coach. The value one places on their integrity is the exact cost it takes to be fake. Someone else said, uh, Steve Harvey telling Monique to choose money over integrity makes me think of all the women who are told to endure sexual harassment and assault in the workplace. Are you okay? Uh, Yeah, sorry. (laughs) Who are told to endure sexual harassment and assault in the workplace because it's the world we live in. Um, And uh, the tweet of the week, uh, Steve Harvey definitely would have told Rosa Parks to move to the back. Get up, and, get up and get in the back of that bus, girl. Get your ass in the back. You wasting all this damn time. You know he would have said that, right? We got to get the work, Rosie. <laughs> uh, Monique reposted this video that a fan sent to her about uh, selling out and comparing uh, <laughs> comparing Monique to Kunta Kente. We black out here. We can't come out here and do it any kind of way we want to. He own you. He can do anything he want with you. There ain't nothing you can do about Money game. This ain't the black man's game. This ain't the white man's game. It's this is the money, money game. game. Stretching and scrambling most of my days to get where I got. Not sacrifice game. yourself. The uh, best thing you can do for poor people is not be one of them. Now I eat in the big house kitchen. I got pine boards on the floor of my cabin. I crumble. If you my crumble. children crumble. My grandchildren crumble. And it don't take much coffin for the master to make me have a cup of corn whiskey for my medicine. I cannot, for the sake of my integrity, stand up here oh and goodness. let everybody that's counting on me that's good. so I can make a statement. Now that is fine living for a nigga, and I'll be damned if any African Guinea man is going to make me lose all I've been working for. Now you take my There are ways to win the war in a different way. You better learn. You best learn, or you're gonna get the bloody back for sure. <laughs> oh, that was good. Like whoever. Monique uh, said this gave her chills. Um, and so <laughs> chills, girl. She on. said, "What has changed, y'all? I love us for real. We deserve to love us better." You siding with Monique or Steve in this, guys? I think it's pretty evident where we all are with this one. Steve? No. No, no, we are not on Steve's side. I, I got, I cringe when I saw that clip because it's a what he was saying. I'm just like, Steve, like, you sound dumb as hell. Like, this is definitely like a, like a kitchen table conversation that you would have with somebody. Y'all can go back and forth with it there. But you, I, don't you think I would get on TV and say some foolishness like nah, that? Yeah, for sure. It ain't how you been. We black out here. We can't. What is you out your mind? <laughs> so, is this perception of Steve Harvey? No, he's always been that way. That's who he is. Yeah, remember he told all the black kids, all the black boys to cut their dreads so they can come to his camp and um, look presentable. His Steve little, uh, his... has been shucking a job since the nineties. Like this is no like. It, if Donald Trump called Steve Harvey up, that gives you a uh, pretty good indication of where he stands as a person. And he went. And he went. Well, of course, he, he did say um, that he apologized uh, for uh, for what? That's how you felt. Why did well, you he didn't apologize. He said he wished he would have said it differently to Monique. That's why you said he, the way you said it. You had time to practice this yourself. What he wanted to say to her was the best thing you can do for poor people is not be one of them. Her that's children, they gave them. <laughs> that's what he said, and that's that's one of Will's lines. Didn't he, hasn't Will said that before? Will says that all the time. 
Why I, would say, I think he has to be one of them. <laughs> what you say? Oh. <laughs> he said he is one of them. <laughs> oh, All right, moving on. Um, damn, this show is <laughs> 50 minutes into the show. We're not even at Q&A. Takashi 69. Look, we got stuff to catch up on. Takashi 69, um, still in prison, but he might be getting out soon. Uh, he was facing a minimum of 47 years in prison um, after pleading guilty to racketeering, conspiracy, firearm offenses, narcotics trafficking, and other crimes. But he has a plea deal uh, because he's been snitching. He's, <laughs> the plea deal states, should the defendant successfully cooperate, the government agrees that it will file at the time of sentencing a motion for a sentence below any mandatory minimum. It is understood that the defendant's cooperation is likely to reveal the activities of individual and that witness protection may be required at a later date because yeah. of the stuff he's going to be telling people. Um, and the question we all asked, how the F are you going to put this guy in witness protection? Hello, my name is Bill with a giant 6'9 on his forehead. Like you're not going <laughs> to know who the hell the Kashi 6'9 is. <laughs> um, according to the plea, well, the plea deal, uh, Takashi has been snitching on a guy named Kuda B. Um, this guy, he, he reportedly hired to shoot at Chief Keith back um, in June. Um, Kuda B turned himself into authorities back on February 8th, has since been released on bail. But the evidence that they have against Kuda B includes phone records tracing um, his travels from Brooklyn to Manhattan on the day of the shooting, as well as photos and video surveillance placing him in close to the prime, close to the prime, I'm uh, sorry, close to the crime scene. I can't talk. Uh, there were also records of calls um, that 6ix9ine and Kuda made before and after the shooting. 6ix9ine's um, uh, baby's mother, her name is Sarah Molina, said. Uh, yeah. <laughs> she said that he did what he did. He made his bed and now he has to lie in it. But he didn't think about how it was going to affect others. He's only thinking about himself in the situation, talking about his snitching. I'm left to pick up the pieces of whatever mess he's made, which is and has always been a thing. My job is to protect my daughter at all costs, even if that means him. Um, little Boozy has come out and said that if this was to happen in uh, New Orleans, where he's from, um, Takashi, as soon as he's released, will likely be murdered. Um, guys, do you think that Takashi 69 snitching to get out of jail uh, was the best deal for him to make? I really don't like that they call it snitching, though. Like, I mean, well, it's not snitching. Well, talk, talking to police, put it that way. I mean, no. I don't think that's I wrong. Think, I, mean, I think you, I think if you things that yeah. were wrong, you said it. Like I don't, I don't really understand like what that's a problem. Because you're likely getting someone else convicted on something that you ultimately have responsibility for. You did it. Yeah, but you ordered him to do it, Ty. <laughs> yeah. So here's the thing. I'm not. A, I'm not. A, I'm not a big person on snitching. Like if you did something and I didn't do it, and I'm getting in trouble for it, I'm letting them know that you did it and not me. However. If you pulled we the trigger, did something together, you to pick if we did, if we did something together, and I got caught, and I deserve to go down for it, I'm not going to tell on you to get out of what I did. So, call that whatever you want. I'm not doing that. Okay, so whatever it is loyal. he's doing, I'm not doing that. So Dex would have snitched. Dex, you saying you would have snitched? 
See, look, so one of my coworkers is <laughs> Dylan. Dylan's gonna listen to his podcast. He is. He's gonna listen to his podcast, and then he's gonna give me crap for like the rest of the day for saying that I would do this. So I don't want to say it, but <laughs> he's shaking his head for the podcast listeners. He's shaking his head. He would have did it. But see, he's gonna be looking over his shoulder for us in his life anyway. So like, what kind of life is he gonna live? That's true. I mean, if he's in witness protection, maybe he can move out to like Montana or something like that. Montana. Yeah, he it, I mean, this was all his fault. Like he was out here acting a damn fool, just looking stupid as hell, doing stupid stuff, and like you got locked up like a dumbass, and now you're in jail. Like just go ahead and go on off to jail and leave other people out of it. Yeah, forty-seven years, forty-seven years. You can get that cut down in any any way. I mean, he's, that's, he's that's young. He's He'll survive. He's young. What is he? Twenty. So you would have took the 47? And I mean, it's not necessarily, he's necessarily going to get 47 years. Well, yeah, that's the mandatory minimum for what he's doing. <laughs> so, Holy yeah, shit. he's at least, at least doing 47. <laughs> All right, well, you know, you, 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 you talk, I mean, that's why I saw you side to live. You got caught. What's the point People of telling everybody stop. else? Remember how many rappers were telling him to stop? Like, they were saying, look, Takashi, get out this gang stuff. You're not about that life. The game told him that. 50 Cent told him that. A lot of people is telling him to get out of it. Baby. So you said he has, he has 47 years in jail? Well, uh, currently, and, and unless this plea comes through and, you know, saying he the snitching all pays off, um, the mandatory minimum for his sentence yeah. is 47 years. And he's currently 22 okay. years old. He's currently, tw- yeah, 22 years old. So, so when he gets out of jail, he'll be 69. 69, yeah. Oh, he got to stay in jail. You got to write that out. That'll be a good, that's a good story when you get out. <laughs> what story is he going to tell when he gets out? He's going to be I think that's like something I was in jail. Like, that's cool. He's 70 years old. Like, no one's going to give a shit. You got to write a book. The book's going to be called Full Circle. <laughs> oh, I like it. I think it's a good idea. <laughs> All right, time for Q&A. We made it <laughs> at 1055. Let's go, Ty. <laughs> Ty, you have a little speech to give? What you doing? You all right? Ty? I'm sorry. Q&A. I was being distracted. Um, yeah, Q&A. I apologize, y'all. Somebody just really liked Distracted me. Um, yeah, so let's just go go with it. Which one you want? You got, we got to read the topics. Go ahead. We only got time for one. Coworker keeps breaking chairs because she's fat. Ooh, let's do that one. That's not the nineties. You want to do that one time? Yeah, All let's right. do that one. Let's get it. Ooh, that's really small. Um, one of my employees is. <laughs> is a rather heavy person and has broken four chairs in the past year. My office is pretty flexible about office equipment. So after the first chair, I gave her the catalog to pick what she needed. After chair number two, I mean, these are the bigger chairs. After chair two and two conference room chairs broke, I suggested getting a heavy duty chair. Um, She burst into tears and said, oh, she didn't want a fat lady chair um, because she was... Because it was stigmatizing. I get it. Our culture is unforgiving to fat people, especially fat women. Chair number three met the same fate of chair number two. So far, so far chair number four, I ordered her um, 
a heavy duty chair. Um, she swapped it with a coworker. That chair broke too. My boss, looking at our supply budget, said that she takes a use. Sorry, she takes and uses a heavy duty chair, um, or she is gone. Um, so my question to you is, what, what do I? Sorry, what did I do wrong to get to this point? And how should I approach the use use this chair or be fired conversation? This is an otherwise okay employee, not the best, not the worst. I just can't have her absorbing the equipment budget for six people. Um, <laughs> I would just have a conversation with her. What's, What's the conversation you would have? Tell me about it. What's the conversation? I was, listen, um, I understand this is not me um, because if it were up to me and I had the money, I would continue to buy chairs. However, um, I was, and again, not for me. I was told that I am no longer allowed to purchase you any more chairs. So you either have to use the heavy duty chair that was purchased, stand up, while you're at your desk, or you'll be fired because <laughs> oh. you're not getting another chair. Oh, I would. Oh my God! Please, I wish I was this woman so badly, and I wish you came to me with that conversation because I would sue you so fast. Like I would. Hold on, why would you sue her? Oh my God! I would sue you so. I mean, if I'm this woman, like that is like discriminatory practices in a workplace, and I go ahead and sue. I, oh my God! I would sue y'all so fast. I would love it. But how can you sue when they're actually trying to afford you the chance to have? Well, I'm not going to keep buying. I'm not. You're going to. I will take you all the way to the Supreme Court. I'm not obligated to continue <laughs> to buy you chairs when I've offered you a chair that's going to fit your weight. <laughs> you think this will go to the Supreme Court? I'll go all the Could you imagine? All the way to the Supreme Court. Could you imagine? Listen to these names. Bruce Bader Ginsburg up there trying to rule <laughs> <laughs> That's right. If I was her, I would say, let's do it. Let's go. Dax, you can't hey, shoot somebody because you don't want to sit in a heavy duty chair. Like they bought you the chair. You don't think that's once you've done things, like you continue to place her replace her chair. Once you've done things like offer her a chair that that's more suitable to her weight. Like once you've done all those things, you're in the clear for discrimination. Trust me. No, like that is like that is, that now, is I read these court cases all the time. That is discrimination if I've ever heard of it. Like, that is so disrespectful to do that. Like, how dare they embarrass this woman like that? I'm not going to continue to buy you chairs because you keep breaking that. How is it embarrassing? You're just telling her to use the chair we bought you. How is that embarrassing? Because I'm breaking the chair on purpose. You're going to use a chair that's more durable um, so that you don't continue to break them because we're not going to continue to buy them. But she's, like she said, I don't want a chair that, like, emphasizes my And likely she's an at-will employee. And she's already not that great. So go ahead and sue. You will lose, I promise. And she's already not that great. <laughs> well, she says she's not good, not bad. You know, she's kind of not great. You'll lose, trust me. <laughs> All right. It is what it is. All right. Time for uh just a time, just a time, just a time. We might get to another question next week. Um, just a time is brought to you by uh Dex's recommendation this week. I posted this video and Dex said that I should uh, incorporate it into the show um, somehow. LMA was on the Grammys uh, red carpet and they asked her about Aretha Franklin's songs. And um, this is what happened. So in addition um, to all these amazing performances, you have the Aretha Franklin uh, tribute come in with some real singers that I know that you appreciate. So if you can give me like three of your favorite Aretha songs or moments, like what would they be? Put me on the spot. Um, respect, obviously. Um, That's it. Three. 
Like, oh, listen, my mind is so gone. I, all I can think about is that gold trophy that's coming to the house. I love it. <laughs> I was about to say, and that's and that's it. That, that, that was it. I knew that's that was not it. Aretha, people were pissed um, because Aretha's a legend, and they think that she should know, you know, more songs um, than that. You know, you better think, think. You know, that's Aretha song. No, I knew, I knew that's all she could name. Freedom. Um, I can't, so I can't name a whole bunch of songs either, though. We're going to play a game. Uh-huh. I'm going to have you guys uh, try to name three songs of, of the artists that I have from following. So uh, Ty and Dex, you guys have to team up to name three songs between uh, Biggie Smalls. Let's go Biggie Smalls first. Hypnotize, One More Chance, and um, I'll give you one, Dex. Don't give me yep. one. <laughs> I don't know. I love it when they call me Big Oh, Pop. yeah, Big Papa. Juicy. Juicy. I, already gave, I gave you three. Matt. Okay, Juicy, yeah. Well, there we go. All right, cool. Whitney Houston, who will we got? I will always I want to dance with someone. I always love you. And I, um, I look to you. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I look to you. Really going to pull that one out? That was, that was a yeah. cheap one. <laughs> <laughs> that was 2009. <laughs> right before she died. Hey, that was her latest stuff. All right, what about uh, Prince? Purple Rain is all I got for you. Oh, no, yeah, how come you don't call me anymore? Purple Rain, Doves Try, Doves Cry. And how come you don't call me or something? I don't know what that one oh, is. I will die, and I will die for you. Okay. It's the one there that understands whatever it's called. I yeah, will there we go. die for you. All right, what about uh, Diana Ross? Ooh. I'm coming out. Um, Endless Love. Uh, she, the, what's the one she just sang? I forget what it was called. I'm coming out. Endless love. We got one. Three. <laughs> yeah, that's all we got for you. Yeah, suck. I do know. I do know. I just can't think right now. I don't know any other ones. All right. <laughs> Failed. Um, uh, James Brown. Can you name three James Brown songs? Uh, look at Texas. <laughs> <laughs> James Brown, come on, we thirty. We should know three James Brown songs, no? No, 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 no. It's like, what's the song like? Does he sing like "Get Up Off That Thing" and "Dance So You Feel Better"? Does he sing that? that yeah, that's song. that's one. That's one. Huh? And then that I no, feel no, there was a movie "Get Up," so yeah. <laughs> and then the I feel good song, and then uh, I feel good. All those old songs, they kind of mushed themselves together. Yeah, I don't know I which were his, which ones were the other people's. <laughs> so y'all wouldn't have done no better than LMA. <laughs> I would have had three. No lie, Jason, I actually told you that we should do this because when I saw it and you said, like, she's 24, she should know better. I was literally like, mm, I don't... I don't necessarily know if I can think of three <laughs> off the top. Like I can think not of like, off the top, like not on the spot where somebody just puts you on the spot like that. And you're supposed to like remember, like, no, you don't sit around right. listening to Aretha Franklin. Definitely gotta do some research on James Brown tonight, though. But if you're an R&B singer, don't you think you would at least study at least Aretha Franklin? Perhaps if I were a singer, I would know more. Um, but you know. the greatest soul singer of all time, you wouldn't know three times. Right. And you're a soul singer. Okay. Just a time, just a time, just a time. That was it. Now it's time for Dex's BS report. Right, in the interest of time, I'll be very quick. So in Texas, my hometown, there was a recently an arrest made. The arrest was made. Oh, sorry. You guys know how I do the BS report and people who are tuning in. What I do is I tell three stories. Two of them are true. One of the stories is a lie. 
So there we go. So in Texas, there was a man who was recently arrested because he um, posed. He he tried to um, solicit an undercover officer to have sex with one of his dogs. The man was arrested after you know um, an undercover cop came over and you know bestiality bestiality is illegal. So they arrested the man and the dogs. Would they arrest the dog? Would they put the dog in the handcuffs? <laughs> um, scientists are letting you know that if you guys didn't know this before, but eating. I don't like saying this word, but eating your boogers is actually not a bad thing. 90% of our boogers actually have bacteria in them, but the bacteria mm-hmm. is actually helpful towards your immune system. Yeah. And lastly, scientists and PETA are trying to ban glitter. So glitter, you know, we all know what it is. It's sparkly, it's shiny, it's kind of cool. It gets kind of annoying when it gets on your floor. But scientists are saying it, scientists and um, PETA are saying that when your animals get to it, it, it's detrimental to, towards them. Like they can't swallow a lot of times. It's very discomforting to them. And you have to brush their teeth and their tongue, which is sometimes uncomfortable to animals. Right, so Ain't nobody damn brush no damn dog's teeth. So which tongue. story is the truth? Which story is the People lie? brush their dog's teeth all the time. I think the um, second story is false. Eating boogers is not healthy for you in any way, shape, or form. Okay. Um, I would say... I would say number... What was story number one? Story, story number one was the uh, undercover cops in Houston catching a man trying to solicit dog sex. I believe that. Um, I'm going to say, say number two as well. Number two? Healthy. So um, number two, snacking on snot. You guys are correct. That is um, absolutely uh, not true. Scientists are actually coming out and saying that um, you should not eat your boogers because it, it's, it's very detrimental to your health. But 21% of like Americans agree. I mean, like have stated that they do do it. They, they eat their boogers on a consistent basis. That's been Dax's BS report for the premier bro talk. I used to eat my boogers. I used to eat my boogers as a kid. You eat your boogers bro? No. Like honestly, like for, for, for real. No, seriously, yes or no? Dex, yes or no? I don't want to say. <laughs> come on, come on. I already admitted it, so you'll be with me. Okay. Yes, but well, not. You'll be with me and not eat them. I mean, truthfully, I did. Okay, okay exactly. I feel like long, every kid did. What was the appeal? What was the appeal there? Uh, you know, we wanted a little snack. It was. I mean, we also eat McDonald's. So, I mean, like, it's like the same thing. Yeah, I like eating your burgers. <laughs> What's worse, McDonald's or boogers? I feel like McDonald's is worse. You know, probably McDonald's. <laughs> All right, it's time for McDonald's. Cease. Um, is a part of the show. If you guys are tuning in for the first time this season, Cease is a part of the show where we um decide to seat people. We give people uh, we usher people to seats when they have been doing too much, standing up and um, gallivanting around, and we want them to have a big old seat and sit down and be forgotten. Guys, do you have a seat that you want to give this week? I do. I have two quick seats that I'll give out really quickly. Um, Get it, get it, get it, get it. My first seat I'm going to give out is for um, Twitter and Instagram. So we run the Bro Talk Live Instagram page and we're consistently getting hit with like low-key cease and desist letters. Like people are like, our our Twitter page, Bro Talk Live, is currently suspended. (laughs) And it's like... Because so every single time there's an award show, we legit always cover the award shows and we have like crazy views on our on our photos and, and videos and stuff. And then they shut us down because they say like you guys are using copyrighted images. But like we're running an entertainment page and like we're not stealing or saying this is our stuff. Like we like, I, I just I don't really understand how any brands exist anymore, because every time we post something, they shut us down. 
but other people are posting the exact same stuff and nothing happens to them. I just, I really don't understand that. Mm. My second is going to go to people who consistently on Facebook, like they'll say like, give me a good Netflix movie. Like I've seen certain people legit ask that question like three times in one week. You don't need a Netflix movie. You need a job. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my goodness. Daddy I have a quick um quick really quick seat. Um, do you guys know where you can text someone, but you can send them like a, a voice memo now through the text message? Yes. Yeah. So I was in the store and like I've heard of people arguing like over text messages. I've heard of people arguing over the phone when you're talking to someone. I've never heard people sit here and actually record an argument and then send it and then listen to what the other person was sending you. Like this person was in front of me in the store having a whole ass argument on it. She was like listening in and she goes, bitch, if you ever took some of those monkey ass kids anywhere, you would know such and such and then sends it and then listens back. Bitch, I never fought nowhere in no North Philly. So I was like, is she having a a record argument? Now that's genius. (laughs) Because how many times have you argued with somebody and then you go back and you be like, did I really say that? Or I should have said it like that. I'll be like, I did that, didn't I? Like I I I said that. (laughs) I definitely listen to all my all my voice memos before I like after I send them just to make sure. It said what I wanted it to say. I'm like, are you having a voice memo argument? I've never in my life encountered anything like that. that you, want you, you want to have an Apple Watch walkie-talkie argument? I'm like, yeah, I'm like, how stupid do you look? Like, this argument's over. Like, I'm never, I'm not even, like, as soon as you sent me some ruse on a voice memo, I'm like going to call you and curse you. I'm not going to sit there and send one back and then wait. Like, this went on for like 10 minutes. And then if you get the lease, because I had to leave and start over. So she definitely needs to see. That was like a quick hood seat. I'm like, I can't wait to see. A quick hood seat. Uh, my seat's not going to come from the hood. My seat's going to come from um, the White House. Uh, Mike Pence went over to Poland um, and spoke on behalf of Donald Trump. And um, his applause lines uh, didn't get any applause. I just want to uh, <laughs> talk about this really quick. Uh, check it out. The time has come for our European partners to withdraw from the Iran nuclear deal and join with us as we bring the economic and diplomatic pressure necessary to give the Iranian people, the region, and the world the peace, security, and freedom they deserve. It's supposed to be applause. We must not let this opportunity slip from our hands. So that was the first time he did it. The second time he did it, he was introducing President Trump. Um, This is what he had to say. And the strong national defense, who has worked with these members of Congress to strengthen America's military might and to strengthen the leadership of the free world, I bring greetings from the 45th President of the United States of America, President Donald Trump. Silence. The last August. That's so embarrassing. So embarrassing. So what happened was the White House um, released transcripts of his actual speech at the Munich Security Conference. um, And... They recorded his lines, um, quote unquote, 
they kind of had some differences in what he said. They said, he said to them and all of you, it's my great honor to speak to you today on behalf of a champion of freedom and a champion of strong national offense, the 45th president of the United States, Donald Trump. That's not what he said. But on the transcript, they wrote applause. No one applauded, as you saw. Like, applause didn't happen. It was silence. So they're even lying about the applause that the vice president gets. It's ridiculous. Jason, I was told that you now deserve a seat for um, throwing a presentation up for a seat at, at, at 11-11. Guess what? I ain't done. <laughs> I ain't done. I didn't know we were allowed to prepare PowerPoint presentations for our seats. Uh, yeah, because the U.S. is now eighth on the best countries list. We're in danger of missing the goddamn playoffs. Um, we were behind Switzerland, Japan, Canada, Germany, the U.K., Sweden, and Australia as far as uh, best countries in the world. It's ridiculous. And what's the criteria? The criteria yeah. as far as entre- entrepreneurship, um, adventure, citizenship, cultural influence, moving, um, leadership, uh, culture, um, stuff like that. It's all, these are all measurables that we were number one in They're less saying than we three don't years have, ago. They're less than three years ago. And, and, now, and now we're eighth. We go from one to eighth in three years. That's How are we not influencers influencers in America and we have Drake here? Not in, in America, in the world. Oh. But we're, we're as far, but that all comes into all comes into account. A cultural influence we're four. So we're not we're not bottom of the barrel. But, but overall who's at, who's at the bottom of cultural influence? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Probably <laughs> Finland or something like that. I think Finland has 28. <laughs> Finland. <laughs> it's ridiculous though. Like the country is in shambles. Like the world hates us because of Trump. I'm sick of it. Let's get him out of there. What's it been now? When did he get elected? 2016? 2017? When did he get elected? Dex, when did you vote for him again? Yeah, when did you vote for him? 2016. He's almost done his first term and he's going to make it through. <laughs> he's not even going to have time to get impeached. It's ridiculous. Donald Trump is going to be president for eight years. Yeah, I guarantee you. I don't and think it's going to happen. And you can thank Bernie Sanders for that. He shut down the government. Yeah. The people ain't going to forget that. Don't forget, like, subscribe, tell a friend, and comment on the post if you like it. If you don't like it, let us know. Uh, hit us up, brostalklive.com. You can um, find all the channels that we're on as far as uh, the podcast goes and um, other channels where you can find some content like Instagram and Facebook and Twitter which is now suspended. But uh, Instagram and Facebook are still up. <laughs> Bro Talk Live right on the mark. <laughs> Do you guys have any other comments to give to the people? No, thank you guys for the support. Appreciate it. Uh, Ty, do you have any comments for, for the good people? Got them? Yeah, I mean, we thank you for your support. Um, we apologize for those of you who tuned in to see William. He won't be back on the show. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, hopefully we'll see Will next week. For Dex, for Ty, for... Bill and um, for myself. My name is Jason. This is an additional Bro Talk Live podcast drops tomorrow. We'll see you then. Uh, and we'll see you next week on the live show. Uh, have a good week and we out.